Thank you, Yoni. Today I'm sitting with Chaim Wiesman, and he's the director of special projects at Alin, at the Alin Hospital in Jerusalem. Um, there's a really exciting program going on next week, and he's going to tell us all about it. Hi, Chaim. How are you? Hi. How are you, Joanna? Good. So I, it looks like one of your most special, special projects is the bike ride that Alin is running next week. Tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. Wheels of Love is definitely our flagship project. And uh, in about 48 hours, riders, uh, roughly 400 of them, will come from 16 different countries all over the world and check into the hospital, receive their rider kits, and uh, get ready to embark on an epic journey across the uh, south of the country and the last two days through the uh, Judean Hills. And uh, it consists of uh, a a strong variety of of, uh, different trail options. We have uh, off-road, on-road, on-road challenging, off-road challenging. We have a touring and a hiking route to accommodate people of of all different uh, levels and uh, and skills and and inclinations. So I think it's important that we let the listeners know this isn't a bike race. It's not about winning a race, right? Absolutely not. This is, it's not competitive. I mean, there are routes where, where obviously people like to push themselves a little more, but this is a, a peer-to-peer fundraising event. People really come out here to challenge their, their, themselves personally and to, uh, to just do a, a mitzvah, tikkun olam, in, in its highest form to, uh, to really contribute and, and really donate their dedication, uh, their vacation time on behalf of the Children of Aline Hospital. And uh, fundraising is not easy. It's a bit of a grind. And pedaling up the, uh, you know, the daunting Israeli hills is also a bit of a grind. And uh, it brings people together in one of the most unique and remarkable ways that I've ever experienced. I love that. I read a comment that you wrote somewhere about how extreme sports really bonds people when they do things together, when they push their own limits. Absolutely. I, I've, uh, I've, I've been a competitive marathoner for over 20 years now, and I've trained hundreds of marathon runners. And it's remarkable how, how deep a bond you form with the people that you, uh, that you run with. I guess it, it, some of it has to do with waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning and doing extreme things and, and uh, you know, telling war stories and nursing sore muscles together. But uh, there's no question about it. Sports is, is a great bond. And extreme sports, multi-day events such as the Aline Bike Ride are one of the greatest bonds. So you see people who have very little in common culturally, religiously, and so on. And by the, and by the end of the ride, these people are all you know, uniformly in love with each other. It's really a, a remarkable transformation to watch. So I think before we find out more details about the ride, can you give us a little background about the Aline Pediatric Rehabilitation Hospital? What does it mean? What do they do here? So Aline is the only facility of its kind in Israel, I think in the Middle East, in fact, and uh, they treat people with congenital diseases and acquired diseases. So, for example, cerebral palsy, hemiplegia, which is uh, being paralysis on one side of the body, um, those in, in uh, spinal injuries, uh, spina bifida, and uh, all kinds of, of uh, congenital diseases that have very little mana, very little uh, facilities to treat in, in conventional uh, you know, pediatric facilities. In addition to that, there are all kinds of acquired diseases, cancer, and uh, burn victims, terrorist victims, those, uh, those which, generally speaking, devastate a person's uh, you know, physiological facilities um, are, are treated here in a very unique and very uh, forward-thinking way. And I think one of the really remarkable things about the way Aline treats people is that they defy all conventional wisdom. For example, conventional wisdom would suggest that a child with a particular disability is capable of achieving X degree of independence. At Aline, that conventional wisdom gets thrown out the window and specifically by not telling the child that he's limited, they really aspire for the child to achieve maximum independence. And I've personally witnessed in my, in my many years here incredible miracles. I mean, really, where children who you thought would be uh, living lives of t- utter dependence have 
have achieved incredible, incredible degrees of independence. And in fact, one of the flagships of the uh, of the ride is we showcase uh, children who've been treated at Aline. They're called the Swift and the Bold Riders, and these are children, all of whom were treated at Aline for some very devastating injuries and congenital conditions. And these children actually ride um, significant portions of this very challenging bike ride. Some of them on tandem bikes, some of them independently, but uh, it's certainly an emotional highlight and the riders all vie for the ability to, to ride alongside them because doing so is, is really nothing short of an inspiration. That's amazing. Yeah, I read about a girl named Chaya who's going to be riding. She often is found riding with her older sister, Yael, and she was encouraged to ride with her hand, a hand bike. And like she's now excelling in this field that she probably never would have thought was something she could do. Yeah, by the way, when you talk about excelling, Chaya can literally um, out, out, uh, outpace many, many competitive cyclists on a, on a significant hill. Um, and in fact, the Israeli Olympian, Paz Bash, uh, last year, uh, rode with with uh, Chaya and literally fell in love with her, and the two of them actually are partners and and compete in, in quite a number of races together. So you, know, you, you could well imagine that that Paz encountered many many people with uh, special needs and so on, and uh, found Chaya to be a very you know very special case. So uh, there's no question that encountering these kids really results in in uh, moving people to a very profound degree. And for those who are listening who may not understand the way the systems work in Israel, um, is this a hospital that's run by the, co- by the government? That's an excellent question. In fact, many people say, well, what do you need to fundraise at all? I mean, after all, this, is, uh, this should be a government hospital. Well, in fact, m- most people are surprised to learn that Aline Hospital does not receive a single shekel of government money. The entire hospital is privately run. And the only remuneration that, that uh, the hospital receives is kupat cholim, reimbursement for treatments. But obviously, these treatments are not nearly adequate to, uh, to, for, to suffice for the intensive treatment these kids need. Second of all, kupat cholim will dictate, for example, that a child with a particular disability is entitled to X amount of physical therapy treatments a, a week, for example. At Aline, it's a much more holistic approach, and therefore, many treatments that are not covered are still being given because at Aline, the first concern, obviously, is always the child. And therefore, if additional money is necessary to defray the cost of additional treatment, then Aline will find it. And that's exactly where this bike ride comes in. There's a huge, huge deficit, and the, uh, the, the money that's raised by this bike ride actually covers more than half the hospital's operating shortfall. Amazing. How much money did you raise last year, and what are your goals for this year? Last year, we did $2.9 million, and uh, we're just over $2.9 million already. So our goal is to really hit $3.5 million this year, which would be an all-time record. Um, the riders have been uh, incredible in terms of their, their enthusiasm and their drive to raise money. And uh, we feel like we're moving it to a whole new level. So we're very excited about the progress. And I think the riders are also excited. I, I hear people looking at the website every day to see what the progress is. And uh, it's incredible. There's a, there's a good natured competitiveness all the, on behalf of the charity. And that's uh, it's precisely uh, the space that we want to be in. So we're very gratified. I love that message. I think, you know, your your message of like the Kupat Cholim will pay for a certain level of rehabilitation, probably to bring that child up to a point where they can manage through life. And your goal at this hospital is to give them a certain level of independence. You're not looking to just give them quality of life, you know, at the minimum, you're looking to give them the maximum that they can get. And I really think in a lot of ways, I've seen that's an Israeli attitude, that is something really unique to Israel. And the the goal to give a child as much independence as possible, is something that's a unique, um, cultural feeling that you get by raising your kids here in Israel. No question. Israel, first of all, is an incredibly child-centric society. And, and Aline, they really represent that ideal par excellence. I mean, the, the idea that there are no limits 
and uh, and again, the conventional wisdom gets thrown out the window in in uh, this really uh, passionate quest to uh, to uh, allow the child to achieve maximum independence. It's really a, a mantra here, and uh, you see it every day. The the other thing I think is worth noting is that you know the idea of coexistence, this elusive concept, is uh, is a very real and palpable concept over here. In fact, the reason I started working in this facility is once I was recruited, I was sort of waffling about whether or not I would come to work here. And, and when I came to visit, I saw something which was really incredible. And uh, when I think about it even now, I, I, uh, you know, it really moves me. I saw this uh, Arab woman walking with uh, arm in arm, with their elbows locked with, uh, with a Jewish, with a Haredi woman, you know, with a you know, tichel and the whole thing. And the Arab woman was wearing, uh, wearing uh, you know, of course, uh, the uh, traditional headdress. And in front of them, there were, there were, their boys were, work, were walking. This little Haredi boy with long peyote, he was pushing the Arab kid in a wheelchair. You know, and, the, and the Haredi kid was also walking with a limp. And I said to myself, where else would such a thing be possible? You know, we always talk about these, these uh, idealistic pie-in-the-sky ideas of coexistence. And here, it's a genuine, everyday experience. And, and politics and religion and, and, uh, and ethnic uh, concerns, all of those go out the window as soon as you walk through that door. And I think that's really the magic of this place. And, and, and by the way, that's reflected on the ride as well. People who have, you know, again, massive cultural differences who would probably not interact in any, uh, in any fashion, uh, you know, ordinarily, wind up forming these incredibly deep bonds on the ride. And I think it's a microcosm of what happens here in the hospital. That's beautiful. So the ride actually starts next Sunday, October 28th, and it goes on for five days. But um, people who are listening, you, you may not realize there's still ways that you can get involved. If you're listening out in the US or in England or outside of Israel, you can still sign up to make a donation to sponsor riders. And if you're here in Israel, you can come to any section of the ride. You could even join one of the rides for the day. Um, tell us a little bit about how what the process is and what someone needs to do. Okay, it's really simple. In addition to the 405 day riders, we have several hundred riders who ride for a single day. It's called Galgalin. And you can ride, normally it's on Thursday, and you get a, a taste of the magic of the ride because you'll join roughly 600 other riders in that torturous climb up uh, from the Tzomet Ein Karem into the hospital where the children will be waited with, with, with bated breath to drape medals around your neck. And it'll be one of the most emotional experiences in your life, I assure you. I lose it every single year, despite the fact that I've seen it many times. And uh, registration is real simple. Just go Go to the leanactive.org website and sign up for Galgalin. It's uh, it's relatively inexpensive, and uh, I assure you that not only will you have a great time, but it'll be a life-transforming experience for you. I also want to encourage people who aren't as active or aren't ready to uh, haven't you know worked their way up to being ready to ride, um, but they want to come out and just cheer on everyone as they come into Aline. On Thursday next week at 11, starting from Enya L, the riders are going to be riding up towards Aline, but you can come. I would recommend taking a taxi. Parking is hard to find around here. Come and be at the hospital to help greet the riders as they come in. Like, just come as a spectator. Bring your children. I personally think it's even uh, an excuse to take your kids out of school. This is something that really teaches kids about real life, real encouragement to and, and how to really help and be part of a community. So um, 
thank you so much for talking to us. I'm really excited about this race. And uh, if anyone has a question for Chaim, wants to reach out to him directly, just send an email to Alin, A-L-Y-N, at funinjerusalem.com. And uh, he'd be happy to answer your questions. And we look forward to seeing you raise what you're, what you're hoping to raise and for everyone to have an amazing experience and to walk away from this, just increasing the awareness around the world for what Alin does for kids in Jerusalem. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate the interview and uh, encourage you all to get involved. All right, now back to you, Yoni.